Good morning, Macomb, and anywhere else you may be listening to. It's 8 o'clock, so it's time for A&A at 8 here on 88.3 The Dog. It is Friday, February 28th, 2020. It's not the last day of February because it's not a leap year. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. Um, I'm Andrew Stevens. I'm Austin Gillentine. We got a lot, to- a lot to talk about today. Yes, we do. Uh, some pretty good moments of the week uh, from this past week. Uh, first one from Monday night, we had NCAA basketball history. Here's Hannah Jump, three-point specialist. And there is Sabrina Ionescu with the rebound. She has just become the first player in Division I history with 2,000 points, 1,000 assists, and 1,000 rebounds. A historic mark set by Sabrina Ionescu. That's crazy to think about, honestly. Yeah, those are 1,000th rebound, and no one ever in men's or women's college basketball has ever done that. She worked in the glass. Best <laughs> college basketball player ever? I mean, I mean, no one's ever done it. Right. Going to the WNBA. Right. First pick. That's going to be that she has the potential to be the best player in WNBA history. Yeah, if not already best women's college basketball player. Absolutely. Um. It seems like she's been, like, good since, like, two, three years ago even. Like, that's when you started hearing about her. Yeah. So, I don't know if she's a senior, junior. I think she's a senior. I think she has to be with those kind of stats. (laughs) So, our second moment, we have Northern Illinois. Oh, yeah. Hitting a game-winning shot against, it was against Ohio, right? Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan. That's what I thought at first. Another good Mac game from Tuesday night. Watch this pass to Gross. Gross football style pass. No call. Loose. 13 seconds. Here's German for three. Left wing. It's good. Eugene German hits a three with nine seconds to go. My question is why was Eastern Michigan? They're up, what, 71 70. They're throwing a full court pass. Yeah. Trying to, like, do something. Like, catch them off guard or something. And they just turn it over. Right. No. What like, It looked like they were trying to get a quick basket. Yeah. Because they had a guy down at the end. Yeah. And they just, it was a bad pass. I, and, then and then he shoots the three super early and it goes from in. From super deep. And it was like <laughs> a weird like shot, too. But I mean, if it goes in, it goes in. He's crazy know? good. You think he goes NBA? I mean, the NBA is different than the NFL. I feel like people in the NFL get drafted and they like. I don't know. I feel like the NBA. Well, no, the NBA has the G League. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Cause he's good. We saw him play here. I didn't. Well, I did. <laughs> he came here to Western. Yeah. And beat us. But let's talk about Western basketball a little later. <laughs> Our final moment. We have Maryland finishing off a 17-point comeback against the University of Minnesota. What's up with the Big Ten? Why is it? I don't know. They just they were coming off that loss against Ohio State, and then they almost lost to Minnesota, and then that happened. Seventeen point deficit. Do they drop in the rankings because of that, or? I don't think so. 
because of that lost Ohio State or well that that loss happened before the rankings came out right but I mean are they going to drop like this week but no since it was like a close win I don't think no I think they'll stay because they actually came back and won it you know I was looking pretty smart after last week or after Monday not putting Duke in the top 10 and look what happened I don't did I have him in the top 10 you did really yeah I don't this week (laughs) (laughs) Um, we disagree again but yeah We'll get to that. Uh, we only had two questions this week, but that's okay because we had some more moments. So, uh, which one do you think we should talk about first? Let's do the WIU football. Okay. Uh, do you think the WIU football team will do better next season? What went wrong this year that can be fixed going to next year? So, I think the main problem was you lost your all-time best quarterback and all-time best running back in the same... And defensive tackle. Right, and defensive tackle <laughs> all in the same year. So you come into the season and you have a team trying to find their identity pretty much from the get-go. Then you had the issue where Sampson got hurt and Johnson started a game or two and then they switched him out halfway through a game and the defense didn't look very good. They had trouble stopping the run. Yeah, um, a lot of young guys playing. Western was in the bottom, I think the bottom 10 in the FCS of total yards allowed. I think you're right. Because I remember I was looking that up for a story. But, so they, they the defense is probably the main thing. The offense didn't have issues scoring points. They just couldn't keep up with what the defense was allowing. Yeah. And I think also a big issue for you could disagree with me if if you want would be special teams. Well, yeah, there was a lot of mistakes. Yeah, like we saw like fumbles, um, just bad coverage from the kicking teams. Yeah, like I couldn't tell you how many times this year that they fumbled on a kick return or a punt return. Like it seemed like it was almost every time. Yeah. I mean, plus you got new people returning kicks and stuff now because yeah. McShane's gone. Yeah. But, yeah, I think with them getting more experience and then, like, you got some decent recruiting classes coming in. I'm kind of hyped for this recruiting class, not going to lie. They got, what, a three-star? Yeah. Uh, What was it, a linebacker? Yeah. Got compared to Brett Taylor. That's and, pretty high praise. And they got a cornerback who had a full-ride offer from an FBS school. But he decided to come here. Huh. They're building up building up some talent. And the quarterback, the one quarterback <coughs> they just signed out of Rochester High School, Clay Bruno, I think he's going to be really good. I mean, he's only six foot. but And they also signed a transfer from Merrimack College oh, yeah. on Baltimore, or Maryland. He uh, He's fast, dude. He's like a read option type of quarterback, but he's fast. And he can, he can sling it. Yeah. So, like, watch out in, like, two, three years. Could be back. Western football could be <laughs> back. All right, so this question, this one's interesting. It could it, it could pan out in a lot of different ways. Who do you think is going to be the top seed in the NCAA tournament? Like the number one? Yeah. Or, like, the top four? Number one. Number one? Yeah. I think, based on the regular season, probably Kansas, but... You know that changes because of conference tourneys. Uh, I don't know. 
I think Kansas stays there if they, but if they if they lose that tournament and Baylor wins it or someone else wins it, um, I feel like Gonzaga could go up there if they just dominate See, their tournament. I think here's what would need to happen for Gonzaga to get it. Baylor and Kansas would need to each have an ugly loss down the stretch and then both not win the the Big Twelve tournament. Yeah. Well, I think if someone else wins <clears throat> that Big Twelve tournament, it opens up number like number one. Yeah, absolutely. If it's not Baylor or Kansas. No, I I I can see that. It's just going to be hard for me to say it's going to be someone that's either not Baylor or Kansas. Yeah, cuz right now Kansas leads in almost everything like BPI, strength of record, all that. Um cuz they've played a tough schedule other than teams like Gonzaga, San Diego State. Right. Um even Dayton schools like that but it's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out my answer I'm gonna go with oh I'm it's tough I'm gonna say Kansas or Baylor if one of those teams wins the big 12 tournament if not it'll probably be a team like Gonzaga or maybe Kentucky if they win that if they win the SEC yeah tournament I don't know about the Big Ten winner no because there's a lot of good teams in that conference that could win that tournament I feel like what sucks about the Big Ten is like none of them will ever get a one seed because the conference is so hard yeah I know that it drags down their records yeah because you got like even teams like Michigan State and Wisconsin they've been playing solid and they just aren't ranked because there's so many teams just beating up on each other. Well, Michigan State's ranked now. They have six ranked teams at the moment. Did you know there could be a 10-way shared regular season conference championship <laughs> in the Big Ten? Like still? Yeah. <laughs> that would be insane. Ten teams. Well, Maryland's got a two-game lead right now What is uh, over Illinois. Illinois in second. Illinois and Wisconsin and Penn State and Michigan State are all 11-6 and six in conference. So who is technically second due to the tiebreaker? Illinois. It looks like Illinois. What's tiebreaker? Overall record? Or is it? I don't know. Head-to-head. There's like head-to-head and then there's best win. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how it all works out. But, yeah, there's like eight, I think eight teams in the Big Ten. No, nine teams in the Big Ten that have a 500 or better conference record. (laughs) So, that is going to be a lot of teams to watch out for in the Big Ten. I think the Big Ten tournament might be the best tournament. Oh yeah, this year, and they're projected to have what nine, ten teams in the conference. Yeah, or, I mean not the conference, the tournament. Yeah, like it's funny. Illinois and Wisconsin are second and third in the conference, and they're not ranked. Right, and then the five teams below them are ranked, just because of overall record. Uh, quick, quick promo on Monday. We're going to have a guest. Very special guest. And we'll do a preview of the Men's and Women's Summit League Conference Tournaments. We'll probably talk some just general college basketball, too, I'm assuming. Yeah. Because um, conference tournaments are, what, next weekend? Like yeah. Like, next? Yeah. Yeah. But we'll do a little preview. So if you're wondering about WIU basketball, we'll talk about it a little bit. They lost last night to Oral Roberts. So that means Saturday night. In Denver is a win-or-go-home game for the eighth spot in the Summit League Conference Tournament. 
could extend the season another game. Yeah. And that might be coming up later. <laughs> that game. <laughs> um, oh, no, I just saw it. Uh, I didn't know if you were going to not like that pick. No, I like it. <laughs> I dig it. Um, a little bit of NFL stuff. Uh, Combine is underway. We've had some impressive performances so far. My sleeper's doing well. He can jump. He can jump. And I think he's faster than his combine time says. Yeah. Who are we talking about? Oh, none other than Antonio Gandy-Golden. Yeah, he ran a 4-6. I think he's faster in game because combine, I think the 40 time is kind of overrated. I mean, obviously people, that's like the most watched combine event. Right. But Henry Ruggs ran a 4 2 eight. And he was, like, one of the top three in vertical. So, I think his draft stock's going up. Um, I saw Justin Herbert ran. I don't remember what he ran. Oh, here we go. We got some quarterback 40-yard times. Yeah, Herbert ran a 4.68. Jalen Hurts a 4.59. Oh, Ruggs was given a 4.27. Yeah, officially. I saw that, yeah. Um, C.D. Lamb a 4.5. I thought he was faster than that. Maybe he was just off. But, uh, yeah, if you put Gandy Golden into the tight ends, he'd be the second fastest tight end. Hey, I'm looking pretty smart. Behind uh, uh, Albert O. <laughs> Remember him? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know how to say his last name, but I'll figure that out. <laughs> um. Burrow and Tua are both not participating, I think, in drills. Neither is uh, Delpit because of his ankle. Oh, yeah. And then a guy to watch, Chase Claypool, the receiver. I don't what is he, Where is he from? I saw he was a guy that people were like, he should play tight end. And then he goes out and runs a four four two, and he's six four two thirty eight. Put him at tight end. Oh, he's from Notre Dame. That's right. Ah, keep him as a physical, fast receiver. Bears need a receiver. No. <laughs> Bears need a tight end. They need other stuff. And tight end, we have some Bears tight end news. Ha- something happening there. Uh, reports out of Indy. Bears are going all in on Austin Hooper. I'm fine with that. They're really going to pay him? Yeah, that's important. So We saw that last year with no tight end production. Because so he's expected, I think it was four years, $44 million, which isn't terrible. He's a Pro Bowl tight end. Will you have any other room to sign anyone else? Yeah, because if the CBA gets approved, they're going to have like $50 million in cap space because it'll go up. I think they're trying to – they would raise cap space overall. They already c- cleared up uh, $13 million, which I think would be enough for him and – Maybe someone like a smaller contract guy. I feel like they have so much more to improve on, though. They need a tight end and another wide receiver. Uh, they don't really need a receiver. So you're just going to throw it to Robinson all every they game? They got Miller. They got Wims and Ridley. I'm I'm happy with – I'm fine with that receiver group. They'll, they'll probably sign a free agent that's like so – like maybe they'll trade for Goodwin. I don't know. A.J. Green. <laughs> um, but, no, I think – if they can get Hooper, you want, maybe you, sign... You want Goodwin, though? You can have him. 
Maybe. He hasn't played in like... Is he younger than Gabriel? <laughs> Dude, he doesn't play. He might play for us. No, like, he just is hurt all the time. <laughs> oh, he just physically can't play. Yeah. Oh. He's fast, though. Yeah. He's 29. I saw the Niners might try to get Gabriel. Uh, dude, please. He'd be another good one. That would be... <laughs> no, Except he, that'd be well, a good he, one that could actually play. Well, he was hurt this last year, too. but. And I have nothing against Marquise Goodwin as a as a person. Like, he just, he's he a, struggles he's, to stay on the field. He's a nice guy. He's really <laughs> fast. He's a good receiver when he's on the field. But he just can't stay healthy. I saw uh, Jarek McKinnon was asked to take a pay cut. Well, dude. Because he hasn't played in two years. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, Austin Hooper I'd be fine with because Hunter Henry's probably going to get the franchise tag. And then No, Ebron? We, no, I don't think he's the answer. I mean, he's a, he's a good tight end, but I'd rather have Hooper if we have the option. That is true. And then if we get somebody like Tony Jefferson maybe <laughs> at safety and then draft a safety to kind of compete with him. They're also delaying the fifth-year option for Trubisky till May. The Trubinsky experiment is over. <laughs> no. No, th- I think... Uh, no, he's done. What's going to happen he's is done. they're not going to give it to him. They're going to bring in a vet quarterback to push him, and he's going to play really well this year, and then he's going to get an extension. No, he's done. No. They're bringing in Tom Brady. No. Please, no. Here comes Tom Brady. He's too old. Tom Terrific on his way to Chicago. No. No, I... No, my luck will will sign like Case Keenum or something <laughs> as their as the veteran veteran backup to push him cuz Chase Daniels gone. I heard he had rumors that he was Cleveland was interested in him and Keenum. <laughs> sign Teddy. No. He's going to want a starting job. Taysom Hill. How you getting crazy over here? Tyrod Taylor. He he's not he's not even a free agent. Jared Stidham. <laughs> You're just naming quarterbacks <laughs> <laughs> randomly. Who who would the uh, Patriots starter be if Tom, Tom Brady, Brady if he doesn't come back? Tom Brady. He just will start for them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no. Speak, speaking of Tom Brady, we, we had, had a, a poll. Yeah, we had a Facebook first poll. poll in a while. Yeah, we were um, slacking on the polls. But where does Tom Brady end up? Thirty-five percent back with New England. Elsewhere, sixty-five percent. I mean, that's kind of. That's because elsewhere is literally thirty-one teams, right? And but the the back in New England is one team. The buzz around the league and around the combine right now is that he won't be back. Yeah, it's reported that he hadn't, he doesn't even have an offer. They haven't even talked to him. Um, apparently, the Colts haven't talked to him either. Raiders, baby. The Raiders um, are the only team that reportedly has an offer ready for him. The report, yeah, is the Chargers and the Raiders are gearing up for Tom Brady. Raiders, baby, is happening. <laughs> okay, happening. why would the Chargers go from, like, what, 38-year-old Rivers to 43-year-old Brady or whatever? Because 43-year-old Tom Brady is 10 times better than 38-year-old Philip Rivers. Is he without that offense in New England? They didn't have an offense I know, this year. Because he is the offense. He didn't have one. I think the Chargers he have can't. The Chargers have a way better offense than New England. They don't does. have a line. Doesn't matter. You got Austin Eckler. You got hopefully Melvin Gordon will if he, be. If will he doesn't have a form. good line, he's he's done. He can't he can't move. He's a statue. Well, no. He can. He's not fast, but he can 
I think he can evade people. He can evade. He just can't move fast. Yeah, but Brady's not one. He's not leaving. Who needs to? He's not leaving. He's not leaving New England. I've been saying it all off season. I'm not leaving. (laughs) I'm not. Remember the commercial? Remember the commercial? I'm not going nowhere. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. Whatever he said. Yeah. (laughs) No, dude. He's gone. He's done. 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 Chiefs to place franchise tag on Chris Jones, which means our boy Colin Saunders is going to have to wait a little bit to be the starting tackle. Yeah, but it depends on who else. If they, like, if they get rid of other people, maybe he'll be the second DT. He'll start. More on the inside? Yeah. Cause, or do they run a 3-4? No. I don't think so. I think they run a 4-3. So technically he could be like a rotational starter. Yeah. Um, I'll have to find it. But yeah, Chris Jones, franchise tag. Anyone else you think is gonna get the franchise tag? Um, I was hearing. Uh, I heard a couple names. Uh, Dak, Demarcus Lawrence, maybe. Dak. Dak. Yeah. I. I don't know. Do you think they've negotiated with him anymore? Well, that's the thing, is if they can't, they might just tag him and trade him. Trade him? Trade Dak? Because they are gearing up for Brady. Cowboys? No. Yes. No, they're not. No, yes. they won't. Th- Dak will be the quarterback. Imagine this. You're Jerry Jones. <laughs> you're, you're literally old as time itself. <laughs> you, you want a Super Bowl. Before, you know, the time comes, you're not thinking about the future of the organization. You're thinking about yourself, and you're thinking about getting a championship. You go with Tom Brady. They have a really no, good line. Brady's not leaving. They have a really good line. They have one of the best running backs in the game. They have one of the best wide receivers in the game. They could make an upgrade at tight end. Their defense is good. And it would be the ultimate villain move. To go to the Cowboys. He's not leaving, though, so. Yes, he is, no. dude. You're one of those people that's, like, convinced that OBJ wasn't going to get traded. What? What? Wait, what? So I was I was reading on Reddit that, like, everyone in the comments is like, oh, Brady's not leaving. Brady's not leaving. And it's, like, the same thing that happened he when, won't. Then when everyone was like, OBJ's not going to get traded. Well, that was different. Oh, the Cardinals aren't going to draft Kyler Murray. They're definitely drafting Bosa. Like. Yeah, but I feel like this is a more. Brett Favre's not going anywhere. Set. Well, he also retired like eight times. Yeah. There's another one. <laughs> um, oh, Manning's not leaving the Colts. Because, like, I think Carr doesn't leave the Raiders. I don't know. But also, speaking of Jerry Jones, he said uh, he thinks about, he thinks about Des Bryant. In the shower. In the, <laughs> about <laughs> signing Des Bryant. <laughs> I was like, this is the weirdest quote I've ever seen <laughs> from the, Jerry Jones. <laughs> some shower thoughts be hitting, though. Um, like, okay, all right. Shower thoughts do be hitting different. <laughs> Jerry uh, Jones gets it. But, yeah, maybe Des Bryant goes back. The Bills are talking to Josh Norman, apparently. Please don't, Bills. I don't understand how the Bills have... The Bills better make some moves this offseason. They have so much cap space to work with, they better get someone. I think they're letting Jordan Phillips go, the defensive tackle. Uh, 
Like they got Ed Oliver. Who was so. it? Who was it that they almost got, but he didn't want to? Oh, Olsen. They tried to make a move at Olsen. Oh, I think you're talking about Antonio Brown. No, last year. <laughs> no, Greg Olsen. They tried to make a move move at him, and he didn't want to play for them. Yeah, he only talked to like the Seahawks, and I think it was like playoff teams. Bills are playoff team. Yeah. Guess he no, didn't, he no didn't one believe. Wants, he no didn't one believe wants, in Buffalo. No one wants to go play in cold Buffalo against the Patriots twice a year. But the Patriots could be bad now. That could be Buffalo's division to run. I mean, people have been saying that for like ten years. Well, if Brady's actually gone, like not at, on the team, that's Buffalo's division. Unless they get like Tua, <laughs> trade up somehow. It's gonna be wild. What if they tag? Dude. What if they tag Brady and trade him? Free agency, dude, coming up. I'm I'm hyped for it. But yeah, well, we'll go more into what each team needs. I think we should do a, a free agency special where we kind of yeah. like assess each like playoff team or like where we think team. the top guys will go. Yeah, stuff like that. But yeah, I guess we better keep moving. We're gonna do some power rankings. College basketball is back for and the power rankings. Yours are wrong. Oh, I didn't look at yours yet. <laughs> okay, they're kind of kind of similar. Okay, all right. I think we got all the same teams. Yep. Do you want to start off or do you want to go yeah, one yeah, by yeah. one with our... Uh, or, you know, we could do one by one. If you want. Well, number one, I think, is pretty... Unanimous. Unanimous right now. Kansas. Kansas. Number two is unanimous. Baylor. Yep. Number three, eh, this is where... San Diego State. Gonzaga. <laughs> no. I mean, they do have the most wins in college basketball, but... And Gonzaga has only lost to ranked teams. True. But... San Diego State has one loss, so I have to put them up there. Because they were my number one for a long time. I still respect them. They're a good team. Number four, we both agree. Dayton. Dayton. Obi Toppin. Go. NBA lottery pick. Yup. Number five. That's where I have Gonzaga. This so ours are just flip flops. So wrong. I have, yeah, and I have San Diego State here. Look, Gonzaga's good. They're always good, so you got to keep them up there. Right. But I'm saying they're going to lose another game this season. Right. Possibly. All Maybe right. in a conference tournament. I have to explain this one. Number six. Creighton. Creighton. Creighton? So here's uh, my explanation for Creighton. They have, like, three top ten wins this season. That's true. They have, like, seven or eight quadrant one wins, no quadrant two to four losses. Compare that to a team like Duke, who has, like, three quadrant two to four losses and less quadrant one wins. I know this is, like, a new stat. Everyone's like, what What the hell is a quadrant one win? <laughs> it's whatever the, the tournament the committee uses. It's, like, a top-tier win. And it's a top-tier program. Yeah, because, like, they lost to San Diego State. They lost to Michigan. Ranked Butler. Ranked Villanova. Georgetown. No, not George. Yeah, Georgetown and Providence, which are all good teams, I would say. Right. They still got St. John's or St. Joseph's, whatever one it is. St. John's. Yeah. Or St. Joe's. St. John's. <laughs> There's so many St. schools. Yeah. Uh, and then they got Georgetown and Seton Hall. Well, that's the basis of the Big East is that Catholic Six. Yeah. I mean, plus you got Marquette. Which is one of them. Yeah. Villanova, Xavier, Georgetown. Seton Hall. Yep. 
Butler. Yeah, it's going to be – I. they're a good team. It'll just, so, just depends on what they do. I honestly believe Creighton is – if it wasn't for me just respecting San Diego State having one loss, I'd put Creighton at five. They're really good. Watch them go out to lose to St. John's. I know. Or watch them get a high seed in the tournament and then lose first weekend. Like That's just the craziness of college basketball. But especially with it being one game. Yeah. You know, if it, if we had like three-game series or something like later in the tournament, yeah. we'd see the better team. Mm-hmm. It's just about who's the hottest team. Who can just win like one baseball. Game. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I I don't I don't hate it. I don't hate Creighton at six. I have Florida State there uh, because they just beat Louisville for the second time this season. Yep. A team that I picked to win last time out, but <laughs> regardless, uh, Florida State, I think they'll make a make a good run in the tournament. So seven and eight, we have flip flopped. I have Maryland at seven, Kentucky at eight. I just. Have to put Kentucky up over Maryland. See, but here's the thing: Maryland is first right now in a what I consider a death ball in the Big Ten. <laughs> a death ball. And you have Kentucky, who's first in the SEC in a two-team conference. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. I just consider Maryland to being first place in the Big Ten more impressive. I just think well we'll see this we'll see this next game when they play con- or play Auburn. Yeah. If they can win that cuz they lost to him last time. I just think they've been on fire lately. I mean that's cuz their conference, but and then 9 I have Florida State and I have Creighton. No respect. <laughs> that's the, that's respect. The Blue Jays get no respect cuz they're what ranked 10th right now. Yeah. So I got them higher than the committee. I and think then, they're 10. Yeah, they are. And then we both have Auburn at 10. It was tough for me to pick a number 10 just because of all the losing that's been going on with some of the ranked teams. And I agree. I have Auburn at 10. Could have put, nah, Duke doesn't deserve it. Hey, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute now. Duke lost to a team that beat Duke. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> The committee's going to probably, that's a quality loss right there. I mean, come on. The team they lost to beat Duke, dude. That's impressive. <laughs> uh, yeah, they lost to Wake Forest in <laughs> overtime. By what, 12? Yeah, lost to NC State by 22. Lost to Stephen F. Austin at home. Lost to Louisville and Clemson. Those are good. Those are good losses. Yeah. The only three, the bad. Did you see the... Clemson. Yeah. Did you see that tweet by CBS Sports? What was it? So they posted a like Thursday like updated poll like for their top... 25 or whatever they do like an updated poll like every day and a duke twitter like fan page said creighton at six really and then someone <laughs> said yeah well they didn't the cbs sports tweeted yeah they didn't lose to nc state by 22 wake forest by double digits and Stephen f austin at home <laughs> yeah that's true i don't know duke could be like a sneaky like four maybe a three They'll probably be a two no just because their name please don't their name duke dude they have to get a two seed and then lose to them then lose to North Carolina. They lose to Mercer or <laughs> Lehigh, Mercer. Or Northern Iowa. Yeah, no, San Diego or not San Diego State, South Dakota State, East Tennessee State. The Jackrabbits are gonna pull off the Duke upset. I don't know about that one. They don't have a. 
Mike Dom anymore or whatever. <laughs> the other day I just realized he's like top three in all time scoring in Division One basketball. Really? Yeah. History? Yeah. Nuh uh. Yeah. Division. Did he get one, drafted? No. He's in like a foreign league. Yeah, he is career scoring leaders. Let me – because I was looking up for Marcus Howard from Marquette because he just passed Curry the other day. Yeah, Mike Dom, seventh all-time in points. That's crazy. I didn't know that. But right behind Doug McDermott, yeah, he joined the 3,000 club with only 10 players doing that. It's Liddy. That's like you almost have to play four years to get that. Right. So, but I don't know. This tournament will probably be the best one since. Um, I mean, it was only two years ago, 2018, where Loyola yeah. rambled all the way to the Final Four. That was. That's a tournament that I'm going to be excited to watch. Missouri Valley Conference. That the Missouri Valley Conference tournament. So I think we need to do like a top five like tournaments to watch. Tournaments to watch? Well, Big Ten. Big Ten number one. Um, I don't care about the SEC. That's a two-team tournament. ACC. ACC. You got Florida State, Louisville, Duke. <clears throat> anyone could beat anyone in that conference. NC State, Clemson, you know. Um, Pac-12. Big 12 will be cool. You got Baylor and Kansas. They'll probably be in opposite ends of the bracket. Yeah, that's another two-team tournament, I feel like. I mean, you got Texas Tech. <laughs> I'm excited for that. VC. Texas Tech is still decent. Big East, I think that'll be a good one. Ooh, that's going to be a such a good one. Like everyone in that conference is at 500 or above overall. I think everyone's beaten everybody at least once. It looks like it. Yeah, because we always see like Seton Hall goes up and down, Creighton goes up and down, Villanova, Providence is good. Watch out for them. They're going to be like a the what, Friars ten seed. Yeah, eight. Nah, maybe not that high. Marquette will be in the tournament, I think. Big East is going to have a lot of teams in. Butler will be in it, probably. They oh, could yeah. have six teams in it. Maybe, no, nah, I don't think seven. Maybe six. Um, and next year, guess who's coming back to the Big East? Who? UConn. Really? Yeah. It's going to be a good conference. Um. Yeah, I think that's all the conferences to watch, though. Summit the, League? The MAC? The Summit MAC? League? The Summit. MAC is fun. Summit League, dude. Um, Watch WIU <laughs> pull off back-to-back another upsets. Another 8 over 1. That would be cool. You know what they should do, though? You know what the, the Summit League should do? What? Just give the number one team a bye so that there's no fighting one. fighting yeah. for... Well, they're going to have 10 teams next year. Because you, you, UKMC is coming back, Yeah, right? Kansas City. Or UMKC. Yeah. Well, now they're just Kansas City. They changed their name. Oh, but you know, you know Jackson Mahomes goes there. Really? Yeah. Does he play basketball? No. Play football? No. <laughs> he makes TikToks though. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Summit League, eight seed will probably be playing South Dakota State, unless North Dakota State wins. Wait. No. Oh well. South Dakota State and North Dakota State split their season series. Are they tied right now for the lead? North Dakota State's a game or a half a game back, and they play Omaha tomorrow. 
And South Dakota State, I think, has played their last game. Oh, dang. They could. So, I wonder who gets the tiebreaker there if they split the season series. Is it, by, it based off, off points? It goes off best win. Best win? Who determines that? Um, It looks at all the teams that you played in conference and then who you beat. And it's like whoever has the highest seeded win. Like the highest placed win that isn't their other the other team. So like let's mm-hmm. say North Dakota State beat South Dakota State and South or beat South Dakota and South Dakota State didn't or their best win was Omaha. Then North Dakota State gets that tiebreaker. That'd be interesting to see. We'll have to talk about that on Monday. Um, It'll all be sorted out by Monday. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I guess so. But we'll talk about the tournament on Monday. Well, no, I mean, like, that's what we'll, we'll, we'll have the results yeah. by Monday. Yeah. Um. West Coast Conference? No. Gonzaga and BYU? Well, I got St. Mary's, too, but... that's See, yeah, that's an interesting one. I just want the Ramblers to make it again. What, what conference are they in? Missouri Valley. Oh, they are? Yeah. Why is Western and Missouri Valley for football but not for basketball? Right. That's it makes weird. sense. You have UNI, Loyola. They could have a Summit League football conference. They could. Like, half the teams are in the Missouri Valley. Cause, like, well, imagine if Western was with, like, Bradley. Right. Valparaiso. Drake. But Loyola. Loyola. It, Loyola's <laughs> one game back of first place in the Missouri Valley. UNI currently um, – holds that they're 24 and 5 Loyola's 20 and 10 go Ramblers dude rambling man you love to see it I love them dude they're I love college basketball because you got so many teams to watch you can just be like oh who's your favorite college basketball team everyone oh, every team <laughs> yeah because like I obviously I like Western and like NIU but I kind of just like watching college basketball right and then you can get attached to teams that like you had no business like caring about and then you can go with like the hometown like Illinois right. Loyola right you know it it just kind of depends there's on there's more to root for than in pro sports yeah and there's more uncertainty of like who's gonna win right and like for some of these like that's what the appeal of the Cinderella story is to me is you have these kids who are probably not gonna go pro like or maybe nobody only, knew who they were before they or got like here. only maybe one dude on that team's gonna yeah, go pro if that and it's like they're playing their hearts out because they wanna they want a national championship because like to them that's their that's their like, like that's the thing. pinnacle of their career yeah because like that Loyola team they had nobody that was going to NBA right but they beat continuously beat team after team with NBA talent on it right and then was, I can't wait was up on Michigan with like five minutes to go and then yeah. they collapsed like oh that can't be as bad as the Northern Iowa collapse. No, what was it, up by ten or like a they were up ago? by like ten or twelve with forty something seconds yeah. left and they just completely <sighs> fell apart. That's oh, awful. I'm excited because now, like, I feel like this year I know more than I have about past See, but tournaments. That, that's the problem, though. No, no, no. The problem is, is when you know more, you actually do worse. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because then, then like, you have expe- expectations. Because then you're like, oh, that team shouldn't have won. No, that team. What do you mean? That's then, the best team. Yeah, because it's true. You can look at a game and be like, oh, I don't know anything about these teams. Let's just pick this team and see what happens. Yeah. But I think overall it'll be better just knowing the, some stuff the about people teams. people who just go, my friend went there. I'll take them. <laughs> they do better. I like their logo. Well, that's kind of what I do with my first bracket. I just do like <laughs> a kind of like a – I don't look at any stats. I don't look at 
like records who they played or anything. I just go with okay, that's who's gonna win. But then I do like more researched ones. But all right, we want to do some NBA. Sure. We had uh, Zion versus LeBron, part one. Everyone's saying that's like a reminiscent of Kobe versus yeah, because I saw it was like they were the same ages as yeah, and then they Kobe and, and MJ when they MJ were. scored forty and yeah. Kobe scored. 29. That's kind of wild, but. I don't know. Zion's not going to win Rookie of the Year, but if he played a full season, he would because he's he's making the Pelicans better. Yeah. Like, him and Brandon Ingram are elevating them together because, honestly, their lineup's not that bad. You have Ingram, Zion, I think... Uh, Zoe. I don't think he starts. No? I think it's Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is really good. I like um, him. And then I think it's uh, – I have to find it. New Orleans, where are you? There you are. Yeah, oh, Lonzo does start. I was wrong. I, I thought say. it was Holiday and Reddick, but it's Lonzo, Drew Holiday, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williams, and then they have Derek Favors, who's still decent, big man. Then you got Reddick and Josh Hart off the bench. I'm just saying, if I make the playoffs, go up against the Lakers – they could get a couple wins, they I could, think. They could pull it off. And then they build, maybe get a big free agent for next season at, like, the five. or Zach Levine. <laughs> Zach Levine wants out of Chicago. <laughs> I have 40 <laughs> effing points. <laughs> yeah, it seems like every game now he's he's yelling at uh, at the coach. Why are we taking a timeout? Takes a timeout. Why? Down 10 or whatever with eight seconds left. Why? <laughs> Yeah, eventually he's just going to get fed up and be like, get me out of here. Yeah. Like, he, he's not gone because the trade deadline already passed. <laughs> he's gone at the end of the season, though. Yeah. Uh, Bulls. No, wait, no, I, I hope not. <laughs> Bulls rookie, Kobe White, is having himself a week. And he's not even a starter. Maybe he's better off the bench. I don't know. Some guys are like that. He, I think he'd be great as a starter next year, though. How many? He's had, what, 30-plus in three consecutive games? Yep, three straight. And, um... Is that the first time since they started tracking data for bench players that they that a bench player's had 30 points off the bench in three straight games? And then him and Levine, first Bulls teammates in, like, 50-some years to score 30-plus in two straight games. They got a good young core. Man, imagine if they had actual, like, well, coaching confidence. I know. Imagine if the ownership actually gave a crap about that team. Imagine. And then Markkinen and Carter are both hurt. Imagine if they were playing. Right. They got Thaddeus Young, who's decent. Next year. I don't know. The next year. Next year. <laughs> Chicago sports, next year. All right, I want to go off on one more rant. All right. Another rant for this what week. What is it about? So it's about the same thing I ranted about on Monday because this, this, whole, this whole thing is this whole rumor about Giannis is picking up traction because people buy into clickbait speculative speculative articles so i just want to say it one more time all right stop passing off opinion and speculation as a report as fact as insider information it's scummy it's disingenuous and it's awful journalism just god awful journalism i hate it i absolutely hate it it's so stupid let me explain this to you why are the why are the bucks going to sign Giannis? to a super max contract and then trade him to the Warriors for Andrew Wiggins and picks. No. 
That's that's the rumor. That's the insider information. <laughs> you don't like, tra- you don't trade an MVP for Andrew Wiggins. It's some dude sitting in his room. Hmm. How could I? How could I make a really good rumor that has no basis in reality to get to get reactions like this? No, pretty much. It's stupid. That's what they do. It's stupid. Because if someone tweets it, and they're like, oh, a report. It's not a report. Giannis is going somewhere. It's, it's not a report. It's not a report. You know what a report is? It's a fact. It's a fact. It's not a report. I agree. It's it's not a report. Like, you can have a report based on speculation that's actually in traction. Or you could have someone like actually on the team tell you this, and then it could be a report. Yeah. But like the Hooper to the Bears talks, that's a report. Right. Because it's it's been talked about. But this, this is not a report. There's no there's no signs from Giannis' side that he wants to go anywhere. There has been nothing from the Warriors saying that they want to trade him or they traded for Wiggins to trade for Giannis in a summer or two. Like, what kind of what kind of journalism is that? Honestly. I hate You don't it. trade the most efficient player in the NBA. The only player that you would trade Giannis for is Luka. LeBron? No. No. Or Zion. If he really Luka wa- or Zion? No one else? If he really wanted to. What about Anthony Davis? I mean, I guess. But I feel like he's thriving because he's with LeBron. I mean, he's just insanely good, too. Yeah. But. Like, so. What about. Or uh, a package deal if you were going to send Giannis to Houston and they got rid of Harden and Westbrook. Like, the level of. The, the amount of talent that he has and what kind of player he is he's almost untradeable like there's nothing of value to get for him you lose that trade every single time and how many games have the Bucks played this year like 58 yeah Giannis has 47 double doubles like the best he's good the best two way player in the NBA best player in the NBA well yeah but everyone wants to talk about best two way players the best player and best two way player like Yes. It's already hands down best player. All right, that was my <laughs> rant for today. Giannis rant of the day. It's just, I'm Will sick of it. Will we have another one on Monday? I'm just sick of it. Probably. <laughs> okay, XFL. Oh, yeah. We have 13 minutes. Where did the time go? Um, not not too many great games in the XFL this week. We have the 3-0 Roughnecks at the 2-1 Renegades. I'm excited for that one. That's which a, should be a good one. Uh, Texas Showdown. And then a bunch of other games. I mean, defenders well, are going to are going to open a can of what you know what on the on the Vipers. Hey, you never know. The defenders lost to the Wildcats. Yeah, true. Coming off a loss. 12 gauge is going to come out firing though into the defenders arms. No. <laughs> Cornelius uh, is starting again for the Vipers. Fun. Because Mark Trestman is smart. No, he's not <laughs> smart. Start Quentin that Flowers was, that now. That was a sarcastic comment. <laughs> um, Wildcats and Guardians. Guardians, people thought were going to be really good. That's and they struggled. And then Dragons and Battlehawks. I think we know who's winning that one. Did you see, I think we already talked about this, how packed the Dome was. Yes. And how, like, rowdy they were. They got the best fans. Yep. Dude, if they don't win the chip, I'm going to be so upset. 
Like, I just want it for them St. Louis people. Yeah. Because they would celebrate that like a Super Bowl. Like, imagine being a St. Louis Rams fan. They leave and then they go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, I'd be so upset. Should have called them the St. Louis Jeff Fishers. Oh, wait, they're not going to go 5-5 five and five or 4-6. <laughs> or right. Um, yeah, it should be fun to watch. Let's do a pick for each game. All right. These don't count for quick picks. Okay. Disclaimer. Wildcats at Guardians. Guardians. Wildcats. I don't know. The Wildcats are coming off that, that win against that, the defenders. That thumping. Guardians will reverse course here at home. Don't believe in them. <laughs> Wildcats. Three games. Don't believe it. No. <laughs> Dragons at Battlehawks. I'm going to say. St. Louis. I'm, I'm going to say Seattle pulls the win out here. Nah, St. Louis. That's technically my team. That's fine. They can they can be your team. <laughs> I, I respect it. All right, so this is basically game of the week for XFL. Roughnecks at Renegades. Ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with PJ Walker. Yeah. In Houston. MVPJ. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I'm gonna sorry, I have to pick the defenders for No, I'm taking the defenders <laughs> in this one. Picking against your own team. Yeah, fire Tressman. <laughs> um but yeah. Oh, we did have one of those games count for quick picks. Oh, well, I guess we'll have to pick it again. <laughs> um, are we diving into quick picks? Yes. We got 10 minutes. Yes. Last week, uh, I went 2-3. and three. You went 3-2. and two. Let's go. So. I'm 27 and I 21. Am now, I'm, I just reached the 20 win mark. Let's go. 20 and 29. You're 27 and 21. I've turned it around. I've turned a new leaf. You've been ahead the whole time. Last semester. Last semester, I didn't do too well. This Even semester, though we ended up tied. Yeah. I mean, I was just <laughs> down the entire yeah, semester. And you came back. Uh, so, yeah. We got five new games this weekend. First one is tonight, the 36 and 23 Mavericks at the 36 and 22 Heat. A funny oh, thing about this game. Such a hard one. They have what the same, pretty much the same record, right? Yeah. Except the Mavericks are seventh in the West. Heat are fourth. Just showing the difference between conferences here. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, let you pick first. <laughs> How about that for a curveball? I'm gonna go with the Luca show. Are you? Yep. See, that's where you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take the Heat. They are 23 and four at home, and they're not gonna lose this one. Mm, okay, we'll see. So tonight at seven. Tonight. <laughs> All right. So, but the I'll, Mavericks are twenty and nine on the road. I'll hype so. this next game up since you did that one. Men's college basketball. We have the team that has turned their entire season around. They started like below five hundred. The Providence Friars at number twelve Villanova Wildcats. I think they've already beat Villanova this year. Let me look. I was just looking to see because they already played. I believe. <clears throat> yeah, the last time they played Villanova won by four. Oh, okay. And that was in Providence. So. But so Providence rough. has won three straight, two of those against ranked teams, Seton Hall and Marquette. Villanova, they have been losing a few, I believe. I They've gone up and down. I want to go on a limb, but at the same time. Villanova's won five straight after losing three in a row. 
this year is so tough in college I'm basketball. I'm going to take Providence. Upset. Big time upset. Okay. Another unranked upset. I'm, I'm taking Villanova. It's probably the safe pick. But I knows? was going to take Who Providence. Who knows? Who knows? I was going to take I, Providence. I had to do it. I had to do it. I'm really just trying to put you away in there, in, like <laughs> as soon as possible. Hey, we still got a few months left. I know. I'm trying to put you away now. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Like make it mathematically impossible. All right, all right. I'm all gonna take Providence. All right. <laughs> NBA, 76ers at Clippers Sunday. You might be surprised. Not no, kidding. No, I'm going Clippers. Clippers. Yep. 76ers cannot win on the road. And their best. You know their. Best- you know their away record nine and twenty one. Two best players are out. Yep. Simmons and Embiid, yeah. This game turned out to be, I don't know, but yeah, I think the Clippers win. Paul George is back, right? He's playing still. Mm. Yep. Clippers. They just dismantled the Grizzlies the other night. Clippers. All right, XFL. We already picked. We already did this. Did we both pick Houston? Yeah, we did. So that's what? Roughnecks at Renegades, if you missed it. We both took. On Sunday. Both took the 3-0 Roughnecks. Yep. And then our final game. Which is more NBA action on Sunday. We have the forty-two and sixteen Raptors, second behind the Bucks, against the also second place in the West, forty and eighteen Nuggets. I'm gonna take the Raptors. I, I just I like them. They're gonna they're going far. Raptors Nuggets. Raptors Bucks in Nuggets. the playoffs. Nuggets Nuggets Jokic. Yo. Yeah, you can talk about Jokic this time. Yeah. Instead I meant Gobert <laughs> last time. Yeah. <laughs> I had Jokic on the brain, though, because I really like him. He's one of my favorite uh, players. Like Plus, he he can pass really well for yeah. a center. Like, the dude, the, the, the era of the fat lead is here. <laughs> like, you got dudes just, like, looking like melted ice cream. like <laughs> Melted ice cream. Like Tyson Fury uh, and Jokic and... Uh, Freaking Bartolo Cologne. Dude, big sexy Bartolo <laughs> Cologne. Like like I just like him. He's a he's a cool guy. He's got a good personality. He's super good. Seven foot two hundred eighty four pounds. Go. Oh, what are you watching? Wow, a video came up <laughs> when I looked at the Nuggets roster. <laughs> Sponsor. No, I'm kidding. But uh yeah, give me the Nuggets. Yeah, it's like the Raptors. They'll strike gold against the Raptors. Yeah, I'll pick a couple games different from you. So All right, I can catch up. Game of the week picks. You want to go first or? I'll go first. So my game of the week, Big Ten Showdown. It was between this or Penn State, Iowa. I decided to do this one. Michigan State, number 24, Michigan State at number nine, Maryland tomorrow night. Never know. Michigan, State, Michigan State could win it. That's why, that's why I picked it. But that's Michigan State's Maryland th- had plane issues. What? Yesterday. Really? Getting home, so they're only going to have like one day's rest and prep for Michigan State. They could lose. So that's because the coach complained, why are we in another state? I saw that. At 9 o'clock on a weeknight, and then we have to fly back the next morning. Imagine. And then they had plane issues. If they had to drive. <laughs> like other teams. Like some other team in this game of the week. That's that's, I that's, got, my, that's my best segue that I, I can got. I got a battle for the eighth seed in the Summit League Conference Tournament. So this game, Western Illinois and Denver. This game could be called winner take all, but what are they taking? Uh, the right to get smacked down by <laughs> South Dakota State. I would call this a winner go home game. A win or go home in one more game. Game. 
No, I, a, I, a, I, a, 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 a win and go home in one more game or go home game. <laughs> Extend your season for one more vicious beating or, or lose home. now. <laughs> Don't even get the chance. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Western beat South Dakota State last year, and they still had Dom. Did they have Dom last year? Yeah, they did, but we also had um, I can't uh, remember his Gilbeck name. Yeah. and Isaac Johnson. Yeah. And... Yeah, that was the main two. So I don't know. Maybe Kobe goes off and drops eighty. This is <laughs> this one's tough. As I'm glad this doesn't count. Oh no, you can't do it. This is tough. You can't do it. <laughs> it's Western. You gotta take Western. At home, last time at home, WIU beat Denver. Yes. I know this is fact. This is true. But. But. As of right now, WIU owns the best win. In They've conference. also lost ten straight games. They are on a ten-game losing streak. Their last their last win was against Denver. So, <laughs> all these things laid out on the line. Give me the Pioneers. You have to leave none. <laughs> all right, that's eight, eight, eight. We'll see you next time. <laughs> uh, they're in Denver, right? Yeah, yeah obviously. Uh, last time they played in Denver, Denver won seventy-four to forty-six. And the last 74 time seventy-four to forty-six. Last year in Denver, the last time Western beat them in Denver was twenty sixteen. Yeah, give me the Pioneers. And fan game of the week number fifteen is, Auburn. It was a close race. We had to tie break it. We have number fifteen Auburn at number eight Kentucky. Number eight Kentucky. Saturday. And if I was picking this, I would pick Auburn. And I would pick Kentucky. So if I get it right, can I switch it out for one no. of my losses? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but right. uh, we have a minute left, so that's all we got. Monday, we might do a two-hour show. Depends. It depends. We'll have to get that cleared with, with administration, the head staff. But uh, we'll have and a our guest. We'll have a guest. We'll talk some Summit League conference tournament. We'll tell you how WIU We'll probably did. do a little XFL recap. A little XFL. Talk um, some, maybe some, maybe a little combine recap. Who our winners and losers are? Yep. Do something like that. Yep. Um, moments of the weekend. We should have a few good ones from these games. Yeah. Maybe Providence wins. Maybe Providence. <laughs> the Friars pull it off, and Andrew is back in the hunt. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's about it. That's all we got for this show. But uh, I'm Austin Gillentine, and I am Andrew Stevens. You've been listening to A and Eight Eight on eighty-eight point three. The Dog. We'll see you next time.